0: Welcome to the Inspired by Her podcast with me, your host, Zoe Richmond. I'm going to be chatting to some of the most inspiring and amazing women in business about all things life, business, money, and mindset. We're going to be sharing our secrets to inspire you on your journey to success. Let's get started. Hello ladies and welcome to another episode of the Inspired by Her podcast. I feel like it has been a while since I've chatted to you solo. So I hope you are having a fabulous week. I thought I would pop in this week with a few practical tips. So if you've been following along for a while, you will know that I am all about, um, Numbers and building better relationships with our money because it is that area, it's the unsexy side of business. Let's be frank here people don't like talking about it, it can feel a bit icky. Um, we pref- some people prefer to just bury their head in the sand and avoid looking at their numbers or their money. Um, but it is one of those things. It's yes, it's not the fun side, uh, but it is critical. It is super important, and I will bang about on bang on about it um, until the cows come home because it is really important. If you aren't looking at your numbers and your money, then you won't know when problems arise. You won't know um, if you're making more money than you think because that can be a problem in itself when you aren't meeting your tax obligations and um, all those kinds of things. So there, and also it could just be a sign that you're ready to scale and maybe you, your business is ready for you to outsource um, or invest in some new resources, but you haven't caught up yet because you haven't been, Um, looking at this stuff and maybe you're feeling like you are working yourself to the bone and that could be why because you're actually doing a lot better than you think. So there's a few reasons why we need to be looking at our numbers and um, paying a little bit of attention to what's going on in our business. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you need to love your numbers. Um, that's not what I'm about because I get it. I have done it as well. I have buried my head in the sand when it came to comes to business finances, but also when it comes to my personal finances at home. Um, and you guys will probably get a chuckle out of this, especially if you um, know me, but my husband likes to spend money and I prefer not to. Um, so we have a little bit of an interesting relationship when it comes to that kind of stuff. And I'm thinking about doing a podcast episode actually with him on the podcast, um, to talk about how we both have different, um, views of money. But what that means is I, um, will sometimes just avoid looking at our bank accounts because I know that he's been out doing things and spending money and I don't want to, I just don't want to look at it. So I don't. And then I just get more anxious and more stressed because I don't know what uh, is waiting for me on the other side. So it's the same in our businesses. If we avoid looking at things, um, then we just can't deal with the problems as they arise, stressed, overwhelmed. So what I want to share is four things that you can do right now, super simple things to manage your money. And I actually just ran a three-day um, challenge in my free Facebook group. If you aren't in there, you should definitely go and check it out. Um, it is the Ambitious and Abundant Women in Business. So in the training series, I did share some some tips on how you can manage your money in less than 15 minutes a day. Now, some days it'll probably take you um, less than the 15 minutes, but these are just four things that... I, um, do at a bare minimum, there's obviously more things that you can do, but if you are just looking for the basics on how you can, um, sort of manage your money and now your numbers in less than 15 minutes a day, then these four things are going to help you to be able to do that so that you can see what's going on in your business and have a handle, be able to make decisions confidently as well. So the first one, If you don't already have a business bank account, that would be my first piece of advice. Set up a business bank account because keeping your personal and your business um, finances separate is going to save you A, a whole heap of headaches. But also too, sometimes there can be a bit of like, if you're mixing personal and business finances, you may not realize how much money your business is making because it just kind of goes into the big bucket and you don't really get to see any of it before it gets spent by all your household um, bills and things like that. But also too, if you need to invest in something for your business, if it's coming out of your personal bank account, there can be a bit of guilt attached to taking money out of your personal bank account because even though your business money is going in there, you, if it's a joint account um, with your partner or whatever, there can be some guilt um, and resistance around actually taking money out of it, even though it's things that um, are going to move your business forward. So that would be the first thing, set up a business bank account. But then I also set up some other bank accounts off this so that you can put some money into what I call buckets. And it's there waiting for you for when expenses and things arise. So the four that I would set up at as a minimum, and this is regardless of how much, the, if you are only earning a small amount of money, it is not um, something that you can only do when you're earning... A particular sum of money, you can start to do this right now. And yes, the figures are probably going to be a bit smaller than someone else's, but it's important to start these habits now because then once you do um, start earning more, the processes and the habits are already there and it's not a big deal. So I would set up one for tax. So that's the first one and transfer money across to that. Do not touch that. That is for tax. That is going to sit there until you do your tax return at the end of the year uh, or quarterly if you have to do quarterly statements. And it just sits there waiting for your tax bill and it is not to be touched any other reason um you could also if you are registered for gst put your gst across into there as well Um, the second one is your expenses account now you might just like to make this your daily operating account um, but know how much it costs to run your business for the month and make sure you've got enough sitting in there to cover all of your expenses for the month so like what i would recommend to clients is if your um expenses Uh, $500 a month, let's say. Make sure that if you're taking money in and out of that account that you've always got your $500 sitting in there. Simple as that. Um, A third account is like a rainy day or a fun fund or um, just for those emergency expenses that might come up or um, maybe the laptop dies and you need to go and buy a new laptop or um, someone's having a really awesome sale on a course that you've been eyeing off. Um, Maybe it's something not quite as exciting as that, but perhaps it is just you can't work for um, a few weeks because you're unwell or your child's unwell. Maybe you just want to have a holiday. So it's just to have that backup fund there so that if for some reason something happens in your business, you've still got cash reserves there to be able to operate. And the fourth one, super important, is the owner's pay account. Now this doesn't have to be a separate bank account um, to one that you may already, maybe you've already got um, a separate personal bank account. It is just getting into the habit of putting money into that bank account out of your business. It could be $10 a week could be $20 a week. Maybe you've got enough in there that you can pay yourself $500 a week, whatever it is, big or small. It's starting the habit now so that down the track when you are earning your hundreds of thousands of dollars and you're paying yourself properly, you already got the habit there. So that's the first thing, Um, setting up your bank accounts. The next one, check your bank account daily. I know, I know that sounds like Super hard, like every single day, but yes, and it could be just as simple as while you're making your coffee of a morning, standing at the coffee machine, log on to your bank account and just have a look at what's in there. If you want to go one step further, there is, um, and I would start tracking it. So I have a simple spreadsheet where I input all the money in and all the money out of my bank account, and then I do have a quick look at what expenses I do have coming up. So if I know about the 20th of the month, my website, um so the fee to manage my website comes up, I'm I know that I need to have enough money sitting in there to cover that. So just having that little bit of foresight so that you can see what's going to what what expenses are coming up and how much money you're going to need to have sitting around to be able to pay that um, will avoid the embarrassment, I guess, of those, you know, that little reminder that to say that your card has been declined. (laughs) Um, so yes, I do say check your bank account every single day and pay gratitude to whatever is in there. If, even if it's a small amount, be thankful for whatever is in there and, um, what it, it gives you like it gives you hope gives you opportunity possibility um yeah it just no matter what is in there pay gratitude to it instead of opening it up and being like oh my god there's no money in there today and i've got bills coming up later in the week um or in the month like just if you can start to express gratitude to what is actually there then money's going to start to flow in that cyclical fashion, uh, which is a story for another day. So that's the second one. The third one is know how much it costs to run your business. Now, I'm going to do a a different episode around budgeting and forecasting and all of those kinds of things. Um, But for today, I'm just going to say that um, if even if you don't have a budget or a forecast at the very least know how much it costs to run your business because that's going to help with those two other points that I just made about making sure that you've got enough cash to um pay all of your bills so you do need to know how much it costs to run your business because um then it's going to help you with all of those other decision making um things that pop up so um you know that that is the least, that, that is the minimum amount of sales that you need to make in a month. So let's say it costs you $500 to run your business each month. You know that you need to make at least $500 in sales each month just to cover your costs. That's your break-even point in technical terms. Um, but then you, if you want to start paying yourself, you need to make sure that you are making um, enough, a, a surplus to then pay yourself and to put money aside for tax if you're needing to do that as well. So knowing how much it costs to run your business is just that—that that starting point on building um, up your sales and your setting your financial goals. That's your starting point. So know how much it costs to run your business, and I know this is that—that will fluctuate. Like expenses are, some of your expenses may not be the same every month, but just have you'll be able to average it over the last three to six months and work out roughly what the average was for those um, expenses so that you've just got a figure. Just uh, it doesn't have to be perfect, but just have a figure in mind. And then number four. Now you will hear me bang on about sales versus profit. And I am my fourth tip is to actually review your profit because profit Uh, is the key metric to the health of your business. So you might be making $100,000 in sales, but if you're spending $100,000 in expenses as well, then you don't have a sustainable business. So by reviewing the actual profit, and profit is your sales, less your cost of goods sold, less your expenses. That's your profit. So that's literally what you've got left over after um, you've spent, After you've paid everything in your business that you have, it's the money that you can pay yourself out of. So that's why it is the key to all of the uh, insight into your business. So it's like looking through the window into your business, looking at the profit. So if your profit is negative, uh, then there's a problem. Um, There's a lot more that can go into it. But um, it is if you are spending more than you are making consistently, then there is a there's a sustainability issue in your business because you won't be able to maintain the cash flow um, to keep your business afloat. So profit should always be a positive. Um, There are obviously exceptions to that. So I understand Um, I always look at my profit over a period of time. I don't necessarily look at my profit for one month at a time because especially in small business land, if you have an annual expense that comes out one month, that can send your profit backwards, but that expense is actually for the whole year. So I always look at my profit over a period of time. So you could look at it on a yearly basis, so over a 12-month trend. Then you might look at it over the last six, three to six months, um, especially if you've done some changes in your business. Um, so, they're my four big tips to nailing your numbers. And look, they don't take long. So check your bank account every morning. That takes you less than 30 seconds if you don't have to do anything. Second one is set up those buckets. And then when you're checking your bank account each day, you can work out how much you need to transfer across to each of your buckets. There's maybe five minutes. The third one is knowing how much it costs to run your business. So you might want to um, just review each day how um, what expenses you've got coming up for the week, so that you can plan ahead with your cash flow. That's the knowing your how much it costs to run your business. And then it might take you ten minutes at the end of each month to go through and review your profit and loss statement, so that you know how you performed for the month compared with the months beforehand. And then you can start to ask questions like, where did I go well? Where do I need to improve? What do I want to do better next month? That's the kind like setting aside a time at the end of each month to review that stuff is the key to going from um, hobby, hobbyist and ho- hobby mindset to that CEO mindset. Because CEOs always make time, you know, if you're working in a big uh, publicly listed company that's making millions and millions of dollars I can assure you that the the person at the top of the food chain that CEO or that that director he's making he or she oh that was (laughs) they're making time each month to review their numbers and have a look at where their business is performing so there's no reason why you shouldn't be doing that in your business right now and that's going to help you to skyrocket to the next level. So that's enough chatting from me. Um, If you do need a hand with this, this is my bread and butter. This is the stuff that I love. I love helping women in business to get these systems and processes set up. I have a bunch of tools um, that I have put together from my 10 plus years of experience doing this kind of stuff. So I have got an offer for the month of September where you get 90 minutes with me to pick my brain. We will go through your um, your Business. Uh, we will talk about where it is now. Where do you want it to be? What are your goals? What's stopping you from achieving those goals? Um, but then we will also look at um, your uh, blue, your financial blueprint of sorts. Like where does your money come from? Where is it going? What are your systems and processes that you have in place at the moment? And get you set up with these kind of base foundations so that when you as your business starts to grow then you've already got the foundations there um, we can look at some mindset stuff um, but it is just that uh, accountability that motivation um, when you get the foundations set up right from the start then it makes it so much easier to grow and scale to the next level So if you do want to talk about that, I'll pop a link in the show notes so that you can go and have a look at what you get. But it's 90 minutes with me to talk about all of those things. Um, I am a great accountability buddy and a motivator. So if you're looking for someone to help you with that, that I am your girl. Um, And yeah, so you get the 90 minutes, then 30 30 days of support following that. So whether that's on Voxer or email support, whatever you prefer. And then we have a 30 minute catch up at the end to um, just recap everything that's happened over the last month and make sure you are good to go for the next month um, on your own. So I'll pop a link in if um, that's something that you would like to have a look at. Otherwise, I hope you got uh, at least something from today's episode. Um, and if you did like today's episode, I would love if you subscribed wherever you listen to your podcasts, um, And I would love it even more if you could rate and review. I would so appreciate your feedback. Um, If there's a topic you would love me to cover, send me an email, put me a DM on Instagram um, because I want to know what it is that you ladies would like me to talk about. Um, Or likewise, if you've got a guest that you would love me to talk to um, and have on the show, please reach out um, because I'm all about sharing people's stories and their journey in business. But I will leave it here and I will catch you all next week um, for another episode of the Inspired by Her podcast. Thank you for listening thank you for joining me for another episode of the Inspired by Her podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and if you did, I would really appreciate it if you subscribed wherever you get your podcasts and I will see you again next week for another episode.